What's going on, world? A couple extra days in between recording. I wasn't um, tracking spring break last week, and uh, here I am. Wow, we've made it through another spring break successfully. I took some days off of work because, you know, frankly, it's just it's uh, much cheaper to take a couple days off from work and much healthier for the soul than it is to pay somebody to watch the kids and uh, keep them entertained for a few days especially with the weather it was like you know high mid high 70s low 80s all week it was it was perfect um we also had a break from softball so um literally had nothing on the agenda uh, except for some us time so we did what we know to do uh, a bunch of things around the house got some art supplies um one of those canvas stands so Ava can become uh, an artist and and she loves it she loves uh painting and uh having her own little art station down there in the office and um so did Thanos Thanos loved that a lot too and um you know we had opportunity with uh nothing really demanding our time so we went to the lake and uh got everything cleaned up over there and officially actually um I'm happy I got everything cleaned up uh got some Got some things fixed up and, and officially on Airbnb now. Uh, just doing it for two weeks out the month. I've had a, a high demand um, last summer and I, I rented it under the table throughout the summer where, you know, people just kind of like that I knew, you know, borrowed the house essentially and venmo me something or cash at me something. But, you know, it doesn't help when you're trying to prove uh, another source of income when you're trying to get uh, another house or another something, right? You want to be able to prove the income. So, Figured I'd go official and go legit, so I went on Airbnb. Um, I only been live for uh, about a been live for what three days and I got three bookings already. Um, so you know, see what happens. So uh, plan on testing it out a little bit this summer and then uh, going full uh, short time rental throughout next year. Test it out. Just want to make sure I know what I have uh, prior to. Um, retirement, right? You want to know exactly what you're dealing with, what lines of money you're dealing with prior to, you know, ending uh, or, you know, stopping your your regularly scheduled full-time career. Anyway, though, you know, it was a it was a great week with the kids. We went fishing. We went on a speedboat. Um, uh, we went scootering. Uh, you know, Bella came with us, and she had a good time, too. Man, we did arts and crafts. Uh, got a lot of... Um, Housework done around the house. Uh, came home, man. And let me tell you guys how happy I am. Uh, so it's been three years of me paying people um, to do things, right? Uh, simple things, whether it's mow my own grass or mow the grass at my, my property, um, uh, mulching, you know, just whatever it is, whatever it is, right? Uh, I've, I've literally felt like I've had to pay because uh, couldn't watch the kids and do that at the same time, right? Just um, too stretched thin. Little man is about to be three years old next month, which is crazy to say, but I'll get into that here shortly. And then after that, I'll get into the topic for today. Um, little man's about to turn three next month. And that dude is speaking full sentences. He's giving me complete thoughts. Uh, he's listening very well. Ava's the same way. She's been amazing. She's like a big sister and like a, um, and like a, she's like a big sister to him and a little sister to me. You know what I mean? Like she's my daughter, my best friend and my sister. And I love that girl so much. But I'm to the point now where I'm able to do things around the home, like around the house, um, without having to worry about like one of them just, you know, falling down the steps or something like that. I still worry about it, but not like you know, like the toddler that's waddling around the steps. Um, but anyway, so 
I had this big mulch bed, like this big area in front of my house that had nothing in it except for some some mulch. So I went and got eight trees, eight shrubs, bushes, whatever you want to call them, for the one side, and then uh, five for the other side. And I planted trees, and I or shrubs, whatever the hell they are. I planted stuff, right? Plants and mulched, right? I picked up my own bags and uh, brought them to the house. I tore them open. It just felt so good to do that that yard work. It felt amazing to do it. You know, I used to do it all the time and it was soothing. I liked the way it looked afterwards. You know, you see something go from like shit to, to great, right? And I loved being part of that process. And I can't tell you guys how happy I am that I'm able to do stuff like that again. I put this post up on Facebook um, saying that, you know, I don't post for accolades. And I don't, right? I don't I don't care what who likes my shit, who doesn't like my shit. I don't care who comments on my shit. I do it for me, right? I told you guys before, uh, social media is not for me to be social. Um, not that I, I mind it. Um, but it's more of a, a digital time capsule that my kids are able to access uh, long after I'm, I'm, I'm gone, right? And it's just a, an, a chronologically sound way to kind of get through or show a story. So I do that for that. So I don't, like I said, let me get back to what I'm saying. I don't do it for the accolades, but I know there are people out there. I know some of you guys feel like you're drowning, right? And I've been telling everybody just, you know, it's okay if you're not swimming, right? But it's not okay to drown. There's a third option, right? That lean back, take a deep breath and float. And then you're able to, to you know, swim a stroke here, swim a stroke there. Like, you might not be Michael Phelps or Michelle Phelps, right? I don't know if you're a man, woman, whatever. Um, but you might not be Michael Phelps after a day of floating. It might take a couple of days. And then you might be able to get a stroke there or a stroke here, you know. And eventually, you know, get two strokes at a time. And then you might be able to get a couple more. But that's the point of this, right? The metaphor, that's exactly what this is. When I first started this uh we'll call it new life new normal new uh i hate using the word journey but this new fucking this that i'm i'm in um i really couldn't see past my nose um i was like it was i felt like i was drowning at times the fog set in um my eyes were always shut it seemed like like somebody just turned the lights out of my life uh but i i floated i floated and now today here we are this is the start of the third um, spring, summer season after, you know, tragedy struck. Uh, but I'm able to finally say I can swim, you know, a stroke or two at a time. Right. And I got to celebrate those small moments, just like you guys got to celebrate those small moments. Everybody wants to see every, somebody else's finish line and be, you know, expect that, you know, you should be at that same finish line or a similar finish line. There's a whole fucking, there's a whole journey between where you're at and that finish line that, um, that we're so blind to when we're, when we're feeling like shit, that uphill battle is going to be treacherous, right? When we think that tunnel is so long, we can't even see the light at the end of it. But it's so important to just keep one foot in front of the other or that floating for a while and taking a stroke and then going back to floating, taking a stroke. And just once you get to wherever you're going, those little checkpoints along the way, you have to look back, right, and see how far you've made it to appreciate the fact that you've made it. doesn't matter what it is. You've made it, right? doesn't matter how small it is. You have to celebrate, pat yourself on the back, and be your own biggest fan. It has nothing to do with being cocky or arrogant, confident. But we don't celebrate ourselves. We don't celebrate the people around us, right? You've heard that term, we give we give people the roses when they're already six feet under. 
you know, surround yourself with people that give you those roses, and you have to also give people those roses as well. I got this great phone call. Let me just pause real quick. I got this great phone call. This dude I used to work with back in 2005 to 2008, right? Um, he called me. He's like, hey, man, I just like, you know, I, you know, I don't want to say because I feel like I'm boasting and bragging, but he just, you know, essentially um, <clears throat> went along the lines of saying, like, you know, I don't, you don't realize how big an inspiration you are and how, uh, like, how transparent you are and, and, and what that does for people. Just that humanity piece of it. And uh, I do that for that reason, right? I do it for that reason. Not to get called and say, hey, man, you're great. I mean, I, I, that made me feel really good because me and him haven't talked in a few years. We see, we saw each other down in Louisiana, um, I want to say back in 2015, but that was my first time seeing him since 2008. But we keep in contact, like, you know, from a distance, you know, social media, all that stuff. And, and like, he's doing phenomenally, right? Small business owner, man. Great father, always clean, man. Um, and, you know, he could have taken any route, right? So, like, as he's giving me my roses, I'm giving him his roses. What are you supposed to do, right? It doesn't matter how long it's been since we've talked. Man, you got love. You got to love where you where you've been and where you're going and how you got there and the journey in between and the people that kind of been around, even though they haven't been right there in your pocket. Like, they haven't been right there, like, holding hands with you. They're there. Their, their presence is felt, right, on different levels. And I tell you that, man, that phone call meant the world to me. But, um... But yeah, so spring break, um, uh, some some yard work as as all spring breaks should do, and um, uh, even picked up a boat, a speedboat, right? And, uh, a nice little something, man. And and little man saw it. He's a yellow and white um, uh, sea ray, right? And uh, little man saw it, and he was like, "Daddy, yayo, I love it." And then today it got dropped off this morning. I had a day off from work. Everybody at work had a day off from work. And now it seems like I take a lot of time off. I don't. I just go with the schedule. And the schedule is really, really great. The work-life balance is perfect. The, the place I'm at right now. But um, the way they get home from school, man. And like seeing Ava's face light up. And seeing little man's face just like go. Like ape shit berserk was just amazing. Ava was like, daddy, yay. And I was like, I said, you like it? She's like, I love it. And then. Little man, I'm like getting him out of the the back seat. I'm unbuckling, and the dude's like trying to like pull himself out of the car seat while I'm trying to unbuckle him. He's like, "Daddy, me love it, me love it, me love the yellow boat, me love the blue boat." Because I still got the other boat too. I'm gonna sell it, but um, I you know the other one was blue, this one's yellow, and uh, man, like just that fucking reaction. I never I never got that when I was a kid. I'm not saying I needed it either, right? I, I got I had other moments that I, I really appreciated. I can't remember any of them, but I'm I'm sure they're there, you know. But um I uh you know, just seeing that life just burst out of their face, burst out of their eyes and just and I'm on they man, they climbed right up in there and they were just holding hands and laughing and playing with the steering wheel and jumping on the sun pad and cushions, all that. Man, it just it was a it was well worth well worth it. Well worth it. It's a little man's uh birthday gift. Um now, that leads me into today's conversation piece. Um and it goes back to a message. I don't typically uh like to read messages word for word, right? Because uh I didn't plan this out of my head very well, so I'm going to read it and kind of stop and pause if I need to or just, I don't know. Anyway, uh, I got this message, you know, this guy that I, I have on, a, on on social media. Seems like a great dude. I never actually met him uh, in person. Uh, our circles know each other and, uh, and you know, we've, we've kind of, we've talked about similar things that we're interested in and uh, situations and stuff and, and uh, you know, he's... He's one of those people that kind of been floating and uh, appreciates the, the the kind of the nudges in the right direction. 
So, like I told you guys about my post about the whole I don't do things for accolades. This was a response to that. So, I'm going to read this out loud. We'll call him Ben. All right. So, Ben says, I know your post is figurative in regards to floating and swimming. I use this analogy all the time in my life, but literally, I can't float on water. So, I have to tread until I can swim again. My life for a very long time has been nothing but treading water. It's always fucking something that keeps my head barely from going under. I'm tired, bro. I'm tired of treading water. I bust my ass at work. I do my best, not just for me, but for my kids that I barely get to see. Financially, I'm beyond my limit. I try so hard to get ahead and something always pulls me back under. I just found out that I have a judgment against me and I'm getting my wages garnished and I'm going to lose my security clearance. To avoid the garnishment and all the other BS I'm dealing with financially, I have to file bankruptcy and I can't even do that because I don't have the money to file. So I have no fucking idea what I'm going to do. I'm struggling as it is to get by on my paychecks and come Friday, I'm losing 400 because of this garnishment. So I understand the whole floating while you can, while you can swing analogy, floating until you can swim analogy. But I emotionally and mentally have no more fight. I'm so fucking tired and I know you've been through way worse shit than me. So I don't, so I should be grateful, but I feel like a complete failure and worthless. I love how far you've come and I'm sure it was not easy at all. I just want to breathe and not feel this weight and burden anymore. That message, that message hit me right there, right? That message, um, like a late night message struck me because like, you know, as as much, I just want to help as much as I can, but I know that I'm not, I'm, I can't do things for people, right? I can talk to them. So, um, I mean, just let me read the rest of this message, right? So that was, that was Ben, right? That was Ben. So I said, brother, let me tell you, you are not a failure. It has nothing to do with what anyone else has been through. It's all relative. It's not about making it to the next month. Just get to tomorrow. If you can't see that far out, then just get to the next hour. You'll get through this. I know it may not seem possible right now, but you'll get through it. Before any plane before any plane breaks any barriers, the cockpit shakes the hardest. I don't know if you are religious at all, and I'm not Bible preaching right now, but have faith that just because the plan you had made for yourself seems to be falling apart doesn't mean the next chapter will be worse. It may be better. So Ben replies, I'm sorry, I don't know why I dumped my shit on you. I'm proud of you and how far you've come. I told him, I said, but you have to you have to be here to see it unfold and grow. Your pain will pave your choices. Your tears will magnify your vision. I said, don't be sorry. I never met you in person, but I know our conversations. I know by our conversations that you are a good man and you are strong. He Ben says, I'm very religious and I pray throughout the day. But even with my spiritual walk, I'm getting tired. I know God has done so much for me, but I feel like he's getting tired of dealing with me. I don't know. I'm sorry for being so negative. I'm not, uh, it's not, it's not my intention and it's not what you need to hear. I said, stop apologizing. I understand. Um, don't worry about me. You'd be surprised how many, how normal these conversations are. And you know, honestly, they are. Uh, seems like everyone is carrying a cross. Sometimes the weight of those crosses feel heavier when we're going uphill. Right now, you're just on a hill, brother. Close your eyes and just take it one step at a time. Walk with it. Said you've heard, uh, you have heard stories time and time again of how people were homeless, lived in cars, were bullied, lived a life that was miserable, 
And uh, the heavens opened up and became famous or fell into a phenomenal opportunity. Not saying any of that negative shit will happen to you. Just keep your heart open. Could be as simple as, you know, starting a YouTube channel or, or random things that you fix around the house, right? Might end up being your next, you might end up being the next Mr. Beast. Opportunity is there for you and you have the drive to do anything. Just step back, breathe, and think. If you feel like you are at your lowest, anything you do has to be a plus. Unless you're truly not at your lowest. And in that case, that's a plus. He said, Ben said, I'm just tired um, and it's affecting my health, my well-being. I appreciate you messaging me and for your kind words, keep doing what you've been doing. Have a good night. I said, just get some just get some rest. Decompress with sleep. I believe in you, bro. Your kids believe in you. I'm sure anyone that knows you would say the same. There's a lot of life out there uh, for you to continue writing this story. He said, I hope so. I contacted him the next morning just to make sure, like, you know, he was okay. He got some rest. He didn't really sleep, he said. He got some sleep in the next morning. But I want to, I read that, not to, to, to show you or whatever, like, the conversations, right? I read that because, like, his story, uh, he doesn't feel as common, right? He feels like he is just alone right now. And, and that's the thing. When you, when you open up and you're transparent about things that you're going through and what you're going through or what you've been through, right? Um, it helps other people feel normal when they're, you know, in that deep end and they're they're floating there trying to figure out what the fuck they're doing in the deep end, right? When they feel all alone, when you folks out there feel all alone, when I feel all alone, right? We normalize just good moments. We normalize highlight reels. We normalize everybody just smiling, having a corona on the fucking beach. That's not life. That's not life. Life is always going to fucking tear you down and you're going to get built back up, Right? It's just like your muscles. You're gonna work them out. You're gonna tear them down. They're gonna come back bigger and stronger, right? They're gonna be. They're gonna. They're gonna adjust to what they just went through. So you are one human muscle, right? And I get the whole financial stuff. is is It's hard. It's hard, right? Um, but if people are willing to walk away with you, or walk away from you during that moment, then then, I mean, good riddance. You know, good riddance. It's okay to to start over. It's okay to. You know, um, in that case where I mean, I had a buddy, this guy uh, did file bankruptcy and he he lived in his car for a few months and uh, he 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 put that grind on. And he worked and he wasn't able to see his kids. Uh, he lost custody of them or at least, you know, yeah, partial custody, but he didn't want them to see him. He didn't want them to see them, uh, see him the way he was. Like I legitly went MIA. I think it was eight months before or 10 months before uh, like anybody seen him and we when when he came back, man, like he was unrecognizable. Um, tuxedos, um, a beautiful car. Uh, not that material shit matters, but like just going from sleeping in a car to uh, he had a fucking van too, one of those crazy little uh, uh, like rate vans, those <laughs> those, uh, those Chevy Golfs, I think it was. But um, like sometimes the shit that we going through is is life telling us to that's not the path that we're meant to be on. And uh, after everything that, you know, me and the kids have been through, um, I truly believe that sometimes that we're, we're, we're depressed and we're sad because we're fighting what our destiny is truly supposed to be. Because, like, we don't understand the picture that's meant for us or the path that's meant for us isn't the one that we're on. So we're being forced to get on that path. All right. So um, when you're in a shitty situation, like, all right, and then your girl leaves you, that's cool, man, she was never meant there, she was never meant to be your girl, right, so y'all got married, and you went through those vows, right, through sickness, and through sickness, and through health, right, so for better, for worse, like, I'd rather find out my girl wasn't going to be there, or my guy wasn't going to be there while we were dating, right, that they didn't want to be there through better, for worse, for sickness and health, rather than being married, putting all this time and energy into something, fucking 
getting diagnosed with something and then having them walk away while I'm truly at my lowest because, you know, there's something I can't fucking, I can't help myself that I'm, I'm going through. It's so hard to see that when we're in that storm, right? That fucking rain cloud is above our head, man. It's just a dark day. The fucking water is just rushing over our face. We can barely keep our eyes open. I get it. I get it. And all the situations are relative, right? A lot of people, when they hit me up, man, they say the same shit, which I understand why they're saying it, right? When they're like, oh, you know, I know you've been through worse. It has nothing to do with who's been through what, all right? It's all relative. Just because I can fucking, if I can bench press 225 and you could bench press 135, and that's the max you could do and that's the max I can do. Like, my max feels just like your fucking max. Like, the weight doesn't matter. It's my max. It's what I can find. It's what I can go through. That's what you can go through. So, how? like, you're struggling at 140, and you're about to fucking die trying to bench press 140. That doesn't mean you can't feel like you're going to die just because, like, somebody else is bench pressing, you know, 225. I don't know if that makes sense, but if you guys lift, that'll make sense. Your pain and your path is relative to you. Don't compare that shit to anybody, all right? Especially not me. I understand it. I'm not mad at it. I mean, I get it, but it's relative. Like, I don't ever fucking say, hey, man, you're sick. Ha, well, my wife died. You shouldn't feel bad because you're sick. That's stupid. That's a stupid fucking way to go about it. Man, so, you know, we talked, and uh, I want to put it out there, right? Not to put his shit out there. That's why I used, you know, a different name, and uh, the conversation wasn't too uh, too revealing. But, um, like, man, people are out there. They're, they're out there, and you know what? Like, these conversations, when people reach out to me like this, like, I really do feel like they're on their last leg, and, you know, they don't want to do anything stupid that's regrettable and irreversible, right? I don't believe people at their core want to do that, but I, I feel like they want to reach out to people. Um, the last two conversations I've shared with you guys, these are people that I don't physically hang out with every day, right? I haven't seen in years or ever met for that matter, you know what I mean? Physically met. Um, but they reached out. I don't think it's because, you know, I got this fucking story or this path or this, this journey that I've been on. I just think that it's so fucking hard to reach, to reach out to people within our circles, right? Because we feel like the most judgment from the ones closest to us. So sometimes we need to just reach out just to get it off our chest, which is fucking beautiful, right? Because it's, it's saying something about you. It's showing a sign. It's showing strength saying, Hey, I don't want to be in this alone. I need to talk to somebody. I know I should talk to somebody. I don't fucking know to talk to. Then let me reach out to Fadi, right? <laughs> I don't know if it's like, it's not me, right? It's just the fact that I know I'm not close to you, right? So I'll give you that that unfiltered, un, like adulterated, just fucking wholesome goddamn uh, dose of life, you know? It's it's not as bad as we think it is, guys. I really wish everybody would really understand that it's not as bad as we think it is. You know, for as long as I can remember, I've always been that guy, right? I've always wanted to, to achieve everything somebody or anybody has ever doubted me achieving, right? Um, and I always want to think like, Hey, everything happens for a reason. There has to be a reason that I'm going through this. Right. And I kept that positive mindset, right? Everything happens for a reason. I'm going to be okay. Positive mindset. I think it's huge. huge. It's easy to fucking lose ourselves. It's easy to go, to go because that's always, always, we see to fucking lose any, any kind of positivity you might, you might have that you want to hold on to when the negative is just so easily, easily fucks wayable, right? It's so easy to step into that ne- negative light. If I can have any, anything have from any of this, right? That's right. I want to take something away. I, w- I want them to say, like, look, look, I want them, them to look at them in the mirror and, and, and tell them, you know, Fadi can do this. And kind on the other side, side and too. I want them to be like, you know, if bodies, fuck path, 
was as as I saw it was. And look at him, him, he's still walking. Left foot, foot, right foot, foot, right foot, foot. Then I can too. I can too. It made me drive hive harder, right? I realized that there were that there were people out there that took this story in, and they they, they this life in, and want to they're kind of they're kind of watching from a, a distance, but but you know feeling it, and all the emotion that's come and gone, and that's that's been here here to stay, and that's that's kind of dwindled off a little little bit. You know, it made me drive harder. It made me drive better because you know you know I wasn't losing my life over my circumstances, and um. And I told you guys, I want to say in, in, in earlier episodes, much earlier, earlier episodes, like I want a legacy to be left, um, not so much for me, but more for Amanda, right? Right? I want her, I want, I want her, what she went through to be, be um, um, a lesson, I guess, to, to, to everybody that's seen it, right? right? That life doesn't always have to end because you feel like life, life is ending, right? Right? If, if me losing my wife... Gave, gave me an ability to save one other one other person out. Um, that I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it in a, in a very un unlicensed professional kind. You know what I mean? And uh, I just I want to help out as much people as I can. We have a big big month of us. Um, little's birthday. Gonna get, get a little something there for, for that. Um, got grand grandma's birthday this week. My 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 brother my bestie bestie's birthday uh, this week. Um. It's got a lot going on, right? Right. Uh, we got a got a big ahead of us. I uh, put my I get my my promotion uh, in a in a few weeks. So, gonna 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 get do that whole pr- promotion thing, birthday thing, and just see what happens throughout May, you know. And then boom, boom, summer's here's here, and school ends. And fuck, man, just, just I mean it's full time, right? I mean I mean I'm being at work full time, but just trying to figure that journey out. There's a lot of hill left for me to climb. And I know it, right? But but I no longer that hill, and and, and my, my knees longer. Well, well, I see that hill, but my knees no longer shake. Well, well, they don't buck. They still shake, shake. Right? That weight's still there, but I know I've walked walked up half the hill already. Uh, the hill, whatever, whatever. It's up some of this hill already. I'm gonna keep walking as long as, long as my knees support. Oh shit! I'm speaking of health, right? So I told you guys, you guys, the testosterone could be where they put the, the camera. Dick, check my kid kidneys. He's right now bleeding in my bleeding in my or bleeding in my piss or bleeding in my urine. Sorry. Um, you know, everything came, came back clear. I told you guys, um, no kidney disease, no kidney cancer, no no kidney stone. I've had sharp pains in my chest. So I went to a, a, a cardiologist, and I and I didn't see until I just the results back next, last last week. Uh, the cardiologist called me. Called. I didn't say nothing, man. I just had had like Shane's the EK, EK job, and then you know we've talked, and it was, it was enough enough of uh, I guess concern where he wanted to give me a CT scan of my of my heart. So I got that this past Wednesday, day during spring break, or, or past Tuesday. Sorry, Tuesday, one of the days. Anyway, then the next day, the cardiologist called me, said everything checked out, everything, everything checked out. I'll tell you guys, right, right. I'm fucking. I mean, I'm not hypochondriac. I think that's the word I'm looking for. But I'm not a hypochondriac at all. But so much more conscious about the life that I have and, and taking care of right now because I, I can't afford these kids without nobody or nothing, right? I refuse to, to, especially by ignorance, right? Whether it's the drinking, the eating, eating, the cases, any habit that I need to break, I've broke, broke. I've, I've stopped the drinking. Um, you know, you know. Well, I stopped. I stopped for two, two weeks. I think in the last, in the last fucking week and a half, I've had like three, three drinks, right? But much, much than drinking a bottle, bottle till the day that I was, right, right. And I'm, 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 I'm so my friends have afforded that. 
I changed my eating to a pescatarian and vegetarian diet where it's no fish and veggies. veggies. So I stopped meat. Want to make sure I make red meat's not fucking up my heart, my kidneys, knees, and everything else. But like uh, uh you have to take take in these bites from your life your life like these scares these scares and these and these these sidesteps so, so many people are like oh my god i got heart pain or I, i'm bleeding this thing you know and they just continue like oh what, what what's the point i'm already already pissing blood what's the point i already got chest pain um and they and they change it up for a little bit then they find out everything's fuck, fucking fine they go to their own shitty way, shitty ways do that man i can't afford to do that i want to do that i will never never do that i want to be here for long for long see these older people now in their 80s and he's not fucking i can envy them i want that want that time i want kids to grow up into their 20s 30s 40s i want i want to have them i want to go to the bar the bar i want to go you know i want to see i want my daughter down the aisle but that, but that news fucking great so great just just to hear you know, I'm, I know I'm young, you know, 35, it's not, it's not old enough to, enough to uh, think about your heart and, heart and your kidneys and your, your body falling apart, but you know what, what, there's heard of too many people these last few years just fucking fall, falling apart, face of the planet, you know, you know, healthy people, I work, I work out, next thing you know, boom, gone, gone, um, it's important, man, listen, listen, listen to your body, check that, and then, and then, same fears that you had that drove those same goals while those fears were still feel fears, keep them, Right, right, I'm with you, and you drive you to be a better person. That's all I got for you guys, man. I love y'all, love y'all. You guys very, very, very soon, very soon right? You have a great, great night. If your arms get get tired and you can't swim anymore, anymore, get deep breath in. Look up, look back, and, and float for a while. Take a take a deep breath again and float some more. And if you can, if you can't can swim after your second deep breath, just chill out and, and realize that what you need to do is just keep. All right, life is not as bad, bad as it feels right now. I love I love you guys.